0: It's so good to see you here this morning, to be with you. Uh, my name is Rich. I'm the youth pastor here at King's Church. Um, and I was walking through town the other week, looking for Christmas presents, and I found these. Have you seen these? These are pants. I'm going to put them on. And what they are is underpants for your hands. Just bear with you while I put these on. Underpants for your hands. And to go with these underpants for your hands, you can get this undercap. You know where this is going. This is... Underpants for your head. Wow, look at your faces. It got me thinking, it got me thinking, have you ever given a gift that has just missed the mark? Have you ever given a gift that has missed the mark? Maybe it seemed a good idea at the time when you were in the shop, you wrapped it up, but when it was opened, it didn't quite get the response that you were going for. Have you ever given a gift like that? I'll take these off. I'm not going to do the whole thing like this. (laughs) Does anyone want these, by the way? No? You do? Okay. (laughs) I'll give you these afterwards. They're clean. Okay. Last Christmas, Relevant Magazine asked its readers, what is the most disappointing gift you've ever received? What's the most disappointing gift you've ever received? Here's some of the answers they got back. First one said this, last year, my grandma got jewelry for my sister's and gave me a fabric bag to microwave potatoes in. <laughs> Next one. My grandma once had a pillow made for me with a picture of my face printed on the fabric. Safe to say, I never used that one. It creeps me out. And finally, my grandma gave me an angel made out of a single pine cone. It looked just like you, she said, so I got it. <laughs> just as an aside, I appreciate all these things are from grandmas. If you're a grandma here today, I'm sure the gifts that you've given this morning, that you're giving today, will go down brilliantly. They'll be loved by the people you're giving them to. But gifts that miss the mark. If you've ever received a gift like this that has missed the mark, though the intention may have been really, really good, you'll know that it may have raised one or two questions. Like, does this person really know me? Does this person who's given me this gift really understand me? We're going to look just for a few moments at one of the best known verses from the Bible this morning. It's from John chapter 3, verse 16. It says this For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Do you know when you read John's gospel, there's, none of, there's no mention of the details of Jesus' birth? You don't get the nativity scene, there's no manger. There's no shepherds, there's no wise men. But what John does do is he writes very clearly about who Jesus is. He writes that Jesus is the Son of God. And he writes that when God sees this world that he's made, the gift that God chooses to give his world is Jesus. I wonder, Christmas 2016, is there a risk that we look at this gift and we think, well, it's not quite what I would have asked for. It's not quite the gift that I would have wanted. Just imagine for a moment that you can ask the creator God, the God of the universe, for anything. What would you ask him for? What would you ask him for? Maybe some of you would ask for a bigger house. Just a few more rooms in your house, a bit more space. Maybe a study, a library, a games room, maybe a sauna room. Maybe some of you would ask for more money. Not... not Not too much. You don't want to be greedy, but just enough that you can be comfortable, that your future can be financially secure. Or perhaps for some of you, it would be a relationship. The thing that you'd want most from God would be a relationship, a deep, meaningful relationship with somebody. Or maybe it would be a family. Maybe that would be the thing that you'd ask God for. Or maybe you'd look outside of your own personal circumstances, and you see the state of our world right now, and you'd say, God, what about an end to terrorism? What about you could bring peace to this earth? Or maybe an end to cancer or poverty or suffering. Do you know, God gives us this gift of Jesus. I wonder, is there a risk that we look at this and we think, well, what's going on here? Has God missed the mark? Has God missed the mark? Does does God even know what it's like for us down here? Does he know what it's like for us down here? Does he know what it's like to be a child growing up in this world? Does he know what it's like to be a teenager growing up in this world, trying to deal with complex emotions, trying to work out who you are and where you fit in this world? Does he know what it's like to be an adult in this world, having to make decisions, having responsibility? Has God missed the mark with this gift that he gives us? Do you know, every Christmas, the gift that I look forward to most at Christmas is the gift from my wife, Alice. And the reason for that is because Alice knows me better than anyone She sees me through the ups and downs of my year. She sees me at my best, and she also, more often than not, sees me at my worst. And she knows the sorts of things I like, and she knows what I don't like. She knows what I need. I don't have to give Alice an Amazon list at Christmas because she already knows the things I need. I might drop some hints throughout the year, but it's likely that Alice has already thought of those things. Do you know, God knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he knows that the thing we need more than anything else at all is a saviour. We need a saviour. How does God know that? Because he's with us all year round. He sees what we're like all year round. He sees our ups and our downs. He sees every thought that passes through our mind. He sees the things we say, the things we do. He knows about our anxieties, our worries, our hurts. He knows about the ways we've hurt other people. He knows about our shame and our regrets. And he knows that the thing we need more than anything else is Jesus. That's what we need. We need Jesus. And so God gives himself. God comes down to live in this messy world of ours. Born in an animal's feeding trough. Growing up surrounded by mess. Surrounded by mess. And he's persecuted and he's misunderstood and he's rejected and on the cross, as a young man, his body is pierced and is broken for us. God gives himself for us. And the reason he does that, John writes there, is so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That when we put our trust in Jesus, God looks down at us and sees not the messes that we've made. He sees instead the goodness of his son, Jesus. That is incredible. God gives himself for us. That's what Christmas is about. Does God understand us? Christmas shows that he understands us. He becomes like us. He becomes like us and he lives in this messy world. Do you know if Christmas shows us anything, it's that we don't have an I told you so God. He's not a God that stands back and watches us as you make a mess of the world. He is a God who comes down personally and intervenes for us. We have a God who gives himself for us. And, you know, John writes there that the motive for that is love. It's love. That's why he does it. That's why God gives himself. And when we realize that, when we truly get who we are and who he is and the lengths that he's gone to for us, all we can say is, Oh, God, you do understand me. You know exactly what I need. You love me that much that you give yourself for me. Finally, just to say there's a challenge here, of course. And it's this, how are you going to receive this gift this Christmas? What are you going to do with this truth about Christmas? Will you think of Jesus as some weird, irrelevant extra from a, an ancient relative who doesn't know you at all, who doesn't understand you? Or will you see this as the gift that you need most from the, from the God who knows you and loves you and understands you better than anyone else? You know, those kids who came up here a moment ago. Kids, if you're, if, you're, if you're still with me, if you're still listening, can you just wave your presence again in the air? If you've got a present here today, just wave it around in the air. Just wave it around. That's cool. Do you know, these, these kids, we can learn so much from the way these kids receive their presents. A lot of these kids will have been up all night last night excited about this morning. You ask them why, it's because of the presence. They're excited about the presence you know, we can learn a thing or two from these kids about how to receive presents, about how to be excited about it, about the sense of wonder and awe. Do we have that sense of wonder and awe about what God has done for us this Christmas? You know, he knows you. He gets you. He understands you. And he gives himself for you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Let's receive this gift with thanksgiving, with joy, with wonder this Christmas. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Thank you.